Kinsey, Pax, and Roland uh, <laughs> are uh, basically stuck as members of the Dead Man's Gang, a murderous gang that they want no part in, um, and are being given various tasks while the Dead Man's Gang seems to be uh, organizing to ambush a Alonistead uh, militia convoy that is coming to pick up one of their hostages. Uh, Marshal Leonard Yen. Um, Marshal Yen, before he was captured by the Dead Man's Gang, uh, entrusted Pax and Roland with uh, the secret, some secret super high-tech lockbox uh, that they hid in a cave and buried before the Dead Man's Gang caught up with them. Um, so far... The two of them are the only people who know where this lockbox are, uh, to their knowledge, at least. And uh, also to their knowledge, the only people who know that they know are are Pax, Roland, and uh, Marshall Yen. Um, uh, otherwise, uh, they've been sent... They were sent with Miguel Reyes of the Dead Man's Gang uh, to acquire uh, firepower for this ambush that the Dead Man's Gang is trying to arrange. Uh, and things went a little sideways. The uh, Pax informed a marshal by the name of Donna Kane that uh, uh, where Miguel was. So as the, the four of them got off of a riverboat in the town of Wilburton, uh, the marshal made a move and attempted to arrest Miguel uh, Miguel opened fire. He has a very big gun and killed a few innocent people, maybe. Definitely maimed a bunch. Um, and uh, just barely escaped without killing Donna Kane. Um, but Miguel was heavily wounded, and Roland... Tragically that... died from his wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Roland <laughs> took that opportunity uh, in the back of Cho Saxton's truck... Um, uh, he used that opportunity and the trust that he had gained in Miguel, um, or with Miguel, uh, from Miguel, from Miguel to murder Miguel. Uh, he gave him a tonic that was a poison and then finished him off with a stitching needle. <laughs> just, um, just kind of just stuck it right in there. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, kind of choked him to death, sort of, with a with a needle. Uh, and Miguel died, um, and Roland was able to play it off as him succumbing to his injuries. Um, they did. They dispensed with Miguel's body, sort of burying him uh, in a wooded area nearby, um, and then Cho uh, uh, in, uh, shared some knowledge that she had gained from. Uh, a companion um, of Salvador Alston, the man who was supposed to be brokering this weapons deal, who was murdered on said riverboat. Um, seems like uh, the Dead Man's Gang's weapons supplier um, is on the outs with the uh, family of the Alonestead territory, the Gati family. Um they uh, murdered Salvador and took the weapons that Rufus Nash, the leader of the Dead Man's Gang, wants. Um, Cho has it on good authority that the weapons are being held um, in Lily Ridge, 
a town um, just north of uh, uh, just about a day's drive north of Wilberton. Um, you know, if you don't make many stops. Uh, and so they uh, joined Cho on her way up north to Lily Ridge, uh, where she said she wants to get into town um, and call for reinforcements and plan some kind of way to get the weapons back from the Gati family. Um, yeah, so, uh, and just for anyone who is not super familiar with Manifestian lore, when I say family, I mean a criminal syndicate of, uh, of, um, smugglers, gunrunners, drug, uh, uh, murderers, um, basically, uh, organized crime syndicate known as the family. Um, there's various different families and the biggest family in the Alanistead, uh, territory is the Gati family. So, you, uh, we left off with you um, on the outskirts of the town of Lily Ridge just as the, uh, as the sun was rising. Um, uh, those of you who were napping were woken up when Cho shouted out that uh, you guys were there. Um, uh, as you approach uh, Lily Ridge, you can see it has three main thoroughfares. Uh, that intersect near the northern part of town. Spreading out from these main roads are several other roads of various lengths that connect those main thoroughfares across the town in, at various points. Uh, the effect is a town with an almost web-like shape that spreads out away from the sheer cliff edge that it sits against in the north... Er, the, the bottom of the cliff edge that it sits against in the uh, north western part of town um uh two main features you can uh spot as you get close um is there the lrc tower the long-range communications tower um is located just east of that main intersection and a large uh estate stands out from the rest of the town a kind of a conglomeration of, of closely knit buildings um there's a um uh, this estate kind of sets apart because it is uh, it is gated. It has like a, a stone wall. You see that uh, at least against where it touches the town, and then its uh, northern and eastern sides are uh, butt up against a, a forest area. Um, and this estate uh, sits prominently on the eastern edge of the town of Lily Ridge, uh, at the end of one of those main thoroughfares. Um, Cho rolls into town, driving up through one of the thoroughfares, kind of breaking off of the, like, dirt path into, like, a little bit more of a well-kept, like, stamped uh, uh, path, um, and is able to kind of drive cle clearly because there's not a lot of foot traffic this early in the morning. Uh, and she pulls up into that little intersection that kind of makes a town square on the northern part of town uh, and, uh, you know, pulls over towards the LRC tower. Um, she uh, stops the car hops out, uh, slams the door, kind of looking around as she does, and she goes, all right, I'm going to send a message over to Rufus, tell him uh, what happened to Miguel, and see if we can get some backup here to move against the, the family. Sure. Um, okay. I guess uh, we'll... Um, 
Get rooms. She points over to a, a saloon on the other side of the kind of town square. She goes, yeah, I'll meet you in there. Great. Uh, so I think we head that way. Uh, as you do, she goes and starts interacting with the LRC tower, kind of pulling down one of the terminals and slotting in her uh, call sign tag and uh, begins sending a message to uh, Rufus, you assume, at least. Um, and, uh, yeah, you guys are, it's, like I said, there's not a lot of people out and about. It's, like, very early in the morning. You do see a few people, like, people opening up shops, um, and they, they don't seem, like, suspicious of you. They do mark you as, like, newcomers in town at a weird hour, but, like, it's not super crazy. Will we need to spruce up our, dis our disguises before we go in, or are they still mostly in effect? Um, I mean, you've been on the road for a whole day, so it feels like you guys probably would have had to at least take off those disguises for comfort's sake, you know, unless you were planning on just wearing prosthetics and, like, makeup. You don't have a lot of prosthetics. It's mostly just, like, makeup and wigs and stuff, so you could have, like, slammed back on the wig and, and and like, you know, you might have to touch up the makeup. Your, your disguises aren't, like, super intact, but, like, you don't look extremely like yourselves. Have a little more concealer on my tattoo, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, you know, Cho sort of took the decision out of my hands as to whether we were just going to drive into the middle of town looking like us, wanted criminals, <laughs> and then just go sort of use the LRC tower with the tag associated with her, a wanted criminal. So let's go into the spa and try to, you know, lay low. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you uh, push open the doors of the um, Lily Ridge Saloon. Uh, it is quiet in there. Um, you see, uh, uh, there's you know someone sleeping uh, on the bar. Um, uh, there is a, a a kind of not like stately looking uh, gentleman, but like uh, a cleanly dressed gentleman, like sipping coffee and like reading a, a an LRC printout, basically a newspaper. Um, uh, he's like, he glances up, sees you. He's, he like, looks like he's just recently woke up. Um, and then, uh, behind the bar, you see a, a pretty tired looking, uh, bartender. Um, she looks up from like, she was kind of like sketching on a piece of paper and she looks up and sees you, uh, slides the paper under the bar and, uh, uh, looks around, uh, lets out like, uh, kind of like pointed cough. And you see uh, a, ma a man with, like, a shotgun kind of, like, leaning up against the stair banisters, like, half asleep, like, kind of, like, nodding off. And he's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, like, kind of, like, gets the, like, drool out of his mustache. <laughs> uh, and then she, uh, as you approach, howdy. Hey, uh, me and my friends here, we could use, uh, we use a couple rooms. All right. Just the three of you? One room? Uh, let's make it two. All right. There'll be two spurs. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, I'll, I'll hand her three spurs. Just keep the change. Thank you kindly, sir. My name's Sue. She says as she hands you, uh, uh, two keys, slides them across the bar. Can I get you anything to drink? <laughs> but a coffee wouldn't go amiss for me, Miss Sue. Just put a pot on uh, and she, uh, pours you a fresh cup of coffee. 
A little more sugar, if you please. <laughs> Would you mind, mind doing it yourself, then? Oh, sure, yes. Thank you very much. No. She, like, sets a tin in front of you with the sugar and the, and the <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Putting spoonful after spoonful into his coffee and stirring it in. As, like, if you go, like, for, like, past, like, four, if you go for, like, a fifth one, like, she'll, she'll, like, be like, anyone else need anything? As she, like, pulls it from you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. This guy, it's barely coffee at this point, huh? Yeah. What, uh, strange hour to be rolling into town, if you don't mind me saying. Hey, you know. Mr. Lily Ridge? Yeah, you know, it's going to meet some friends, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, do a job. Who knows? Just trying to make some cash, talk to some old friends in town, get the lay of the land. It's been a while since I've been at Lily Ridge, you know? Well, if you're, uh, if you're looking for work, there's always, uh, uh, farm hands needed in the field to the, uh, southeast of town. Um, or if you're looking for something, she kind of like sizes you up a little bit. A little more exciting. You may talk to the uh, the sheriff. The office is uh, down uh, uh, near the cliff edge on the western part of town. Uh, you got like the sheriff looking for help, or, or just you know bounty board stuff. Bounty boards, most like, but uh, could be there's there's more work to be had. I'm not sure. But uh, otherwise, most of the posts in town are taken, um, besides menial work that, uh, of course, you know, anyone coming through town looking to earn an easy spur or two could, could do. Stables, farmhand, work like that. Lily Ridge is a quite a, a quiet, quaint town. Of course, you know that, having passed through town before. Sure, yeah, you know, but it's been a while. It's gotten a little bigger since I was here last. We do. Uh, we are fortunate with prosperity. Uh, enjoy your rooms. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. And I'll toss her a spur for the coffee and the sugar. <laughs> uh, she'll take it. Thank you. She tucks it into her apron. No, 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 no. Thank you. Uh, I would like... Can I get a read on... Um, is Lily Ridge a quiet, quaint town? Or at the very least, does Sue believe it is? Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and roll manipulate, see if she's trying to lie to you. Since you are playing the player. Uh, I've got two hits, uh, ten high. Okay. Um, so, she she's not she's not lying in that regard. Um, the town, actually, you, you think, like... There's a pretty good chance that this town is, in fact, pretty quiet and doesn't, like, get a lot of overt, like, above-board activity. Um, she definitely seems to think it is a, a nice, quiet town. Uh, you can tell that the prosperity bit is probably true. Like, the streets are cleaner and wider than you've seen in, in, in you know, many other, like, smaller towns. Um, the buildings are nice and maintained. Uh, it seems like there's... A decent amount of money in this settlement, as far as settlement um, wealth goes. Uh, okay. Um, I, I forget. Did Cho tell us that um, the Gatti family was based here, or that they just had a warehouse here? 
they they she didn't say like a warehouse or anything. Um, she also didn't say that this is like where they were based out of. Um, but she she did say like she knew an important member of the Gatti family lived here. Okay, and um, and that like the weapons were being like she said like they they would have taken the weapons here. Okay, um, can I use my previous knowledge as someone who has passed through the criminal circles of Alanistad and its its territories? Um, do I know anything about the Gatti's family? Tea family's operations here. Uh, you can absolutely roll connections for that. Um, because it's the family, and you know you, you're a grifter, so you're kind of tied to the criminal underworld. But um, what's your what's your history? Just educated, uh, right? Yeah, you know, I'm educated about a lot of things. You know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but you are from Alanistead, so like, kind of like the discreetness of the family, but the proximity of your work to like where they might operate out of. I think you're just sitting at a minus two. Okay. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, that's four hits. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you have a pretty decent idea. Uh, first off, as you may have guessed, that estate is definitely a Gati uh, uh, estate. Um, you know that um, a K.O. Gati lives there um you don't know a whole lot about her um except for that she is an important member of the gatee family i mean anyone with the actual last name gatee within the gatee family is definitely like an important person um you uh you don't know a whole lot about her personally but you know that like the gatee family in general um they are as far as, like, the criminal underworld goes, like, they're pretty prim and proper. Um, they, they carry themselves like royalty. Um, they, uh, you know, they are very, like, they have a kind of a reputation for being um, way less violent than uh, some of the other family. Um, they're much more prone to... Um, uh, like being willing to make a deal. Um, but you also like, that doesn't, you also don't get the sense, like, you know, they're not soft, right? Like if you cross them, they will kill you. Um, but they have this kind of like, as far as the family goes, uh, they have this kind of reputation as, as being like, you know, better, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, or at least they think they're better than the others because they, they conduct themselves in a more civilized way than some other family members. Like, to compare it to, you know, the O'Malley family up in Freedom and Liberty City, you know, the O'Malley family, they they have a reputation for being a little bit more, like, you know, uh, willing to get their hands dirty. You know, they were the first family to, like, deal in drugs and, like, that kind of thing. Um, whereas the Gatti family is uh, uh, a lot more clean with their business. And they have a lot more people in the upper echelons of, of the government and the church in Alanistead. Um, uh, so they, they like kind of, they're, they're like as close to legitimate as the family can get. Yeah. If they just sort of give up the murder and the racketeering. Yeah. Exactly. Be in business. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else. Uh, you know that, um, 
yeah, actually, you know what? I don't think you know anything else specific right now, but with your four successes, like down the road, basically, like as you maybe get a more of the lay of the land of this area, there's like more opportunities for you. Like, I will just tell you that you know things. Okay. Um, because you'll be like, oh, this, I, I know this about this. I know this about this as like, as they come up. I'll make connections. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have one question. Do I know what the current situation is, at least broadly, between um, the O'Malley family and the Gatti family? Not really. Um, uh, just because, you know, you you haven't... You're, you're like, a little I bit more of a solo really the important thing is, are they currently at war? No, none of the families are currently at, like, an open war. Um, uh, the... The you you at least know what like having like talked with various people in the criminal underworld like you know that there was like uh, a dust up with the O'Malley and the Renzo family uh, a little while back and the Renzo family was eliminated they were like completely defeated <laughs> um, and uh, some some Renzo people um, you know split off and joined up with the Kowalski family or the Gatti family in Glenspire and Alonistead, respectively. Um, but a lot of them just kind of got, like, absorbed by the O'Malley family. And with that, at that point, the O'Malley family became, like, way too big for any any other family to really, like, contest with. So they kind of were able to call the shots as far as, like, the criminal underworld on the entire planet of Manifest, at least specifically in the Garden, if not also the Badlands. Um, and so they made a lot of enemies. So no one, like, you know that, like, the O'Malley's were like the big bad guys in the uh, in the the family like underworld type uh, intrigue for a little while, um, but pretty recently, there the leader of the O'Malley family, Peter O'Malley, was uh, was killed, um, and uh, now they kind of have a uh, like a power vacuum that's kind of made the O'Malley family lose momentum and has allowed the other family to kind of like pick up the pace and like start like you know trying to there's like a infight a lot of infighting within the O'Malley family which is kind of taking them a little bit more off the board um and so like there's there's not really like a there may have been a war brewing a long a little while ago but uh, it's been a couple years and now it's like you know the O'Malley family's uh fallen down to almost the same level uh, at least until they kind of get their act together okay um sure i will you know politely indicate to my companions that we should you know see that our room is fine and then relay much of that pretty much all of that information to them as just sort of a here's what i know about what's going on with the people we're about to rob slash deal with cool um, so, uh, yeah, there's, uh, two rooms. Each room has, uh, two twin-sized beds. Um, it's a, it, they're a little bit cramped. They're not very far apart. There's, like, a very small nightstand separating them. Um, uh, but the rooms themselves are, like, tiny, but nice. Great. Yeah, so, um, that's sort of what I know about you know, the Gatti family and their current standing within the family at large. Um, 
nobody's really said it, but I feel like now we're sort of in brainstorming for how to deal with Cho. So, like, if you've got ideas, just throw them out there. There's no bad ideas at this stage. I feel like the easiest thing to do would be to get caught stealing the guns, but hopefully only get Cho caught or anybody else who comes for backup. If we're trying to broker a deal, perhaps? I'm, I'm not sure how that would work. Um, I think... I think maybe I've got sort of the frame of a plan. Oh, we're all that... very surprised. <laughs> I know. It's um, it's been so little time, and yet already I have a, a well crafted and, and <laughs> you know excellent scheme. No, um, so the Gatti family tend to be, like I said earlier, um, willing to make deals. Um, and of course the O'Malley family is currently in a bit of a dust up with itself. I think there's an opportunity to pose as an emissary of a, someone trying to make waves within the O'Malley family and offer the Gatti family the chance to take care of this thorn in our side, um, the Dead Man's Gang. Uh, and in exchange, they will be looked upon favorably when our faction of the O'Malley's gets our shit together. Now it does have some risks and, you know, opportunities to be hunted down by the family for the rest of our lives instead of the dead man's gang. But I think it has a reasonably high chance of success. <laughs> what do you put our chances at? You know, like 65, 35, maybe as high as 70, 30. So, a slimmer margin than I would prefer, but... <laughs> Larger than I expected, to be quite honest, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, what if, instead of posing as that one family to that other family, what if, like, we were just people presenting an opportunity? Like... If they, if they rescued Marshall Chen, Yen, yeah, yeah, uh, then like that would make them look good with the ambassador in the town they already run. Maybe. It's a, a really fantastic idea, Pax. <laughs> Thanks. I just thought it was like like seven or ten steps less than yours and No, you've sort of you've stumbled onto um a really important skill in grifting, which is you can always think bigger. <laughs> Here I was trying to solve our, our immediate problem of Cho with a rather elaborate plan and you've sort of just thrown out maybe a very good, simple plan to deal with our, our overarching problem. It's direct and to the point, I quite like it. Uh, who would we be posing as? It'd have to be somebody with uh, some some kind of reputation, I believe. Oh, I just thought it would be like us. Oh. 
But well, like, you know, just people. Sure. I mean, we could be other people. And I, this is like where I'm really at a loss. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. No. See, I think. Hmm. <laughs> I think. I think it sort of doesn't matter how we get the introduction. Um, because once the, we're there, it is a good thing to offer them that they will like, I think. And they'll be willing to perhaps forgive any sort of deception into securing the meeting. <laughs> sure. Well, now, how do we get there without Cho noticing is the next problem. Maybe. What about this? There's a part in her plan that requires us to split up. And mm. some of us, when we split up from her, instead of doing the things she asks, we go do something else. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am sort of worried about I do I hmm. I did want to bring up, I think we should steal her LRC tag and see exactly what she's sent to Rufus, if possible. Oh, sure, yeah. When? Now? No, she's probably still using it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... Okay, you know, if you happen to have the opportunity. I will. I also think maybe we just need the one LRC tag this time. What? Why? Well, I was looking for her specific messages, right? I mean, walking through the town square, just picking pockets. I don't know if that's the best use of our time right now. Right, we only need six or seven if we're going to send a message. <laughs> <laughs> but one is so easy. It's like... I guess the stakes are higher because it's Cho. So I guess it's fine. Makes, makes it more fun if that you know, helps you. Well, it's less of a dance, which is kind of the fun part. You like one at a time, really smooth motions into another. You know, bump into this person, apologize, back up into that person, apologize, like trip a little bit. And all of a sudden you've got four LRC tags. Wouldn't have taken you for a dance of packs. No, no, I just like, it's just, yeah, okay. Sounds like the elements are the same, okay, but yeah, all right. There's a knock on the door. Uh, I'll open it. It's Cho. Great. She kind of glances in the room, uh, sees like the two beds and goes, is this the only room? No, we got one more. All right. I'll take that one. If it's like this, uh, uh, anyone can can share. Um, I send a message to Rufus. Uh, if I were to take a guess, I'd assume he would send Sierra and the Madman to give us some assistance. I say we all rest up, and tomorrow morning we come up with a plan. Uh, well, not not tomorrow morning. We all rest up. It's morning now. <laughs> we all rest up, and this <laughs> afternoon we. Uh, uh, we put our heads together and come up with a plan so that way by the time uh, Sierra and the Madman get here, I'm, I mean, if they're taking Bo's motorcycle, it will take them at least two days to get here. At that point, we're, we're starting to cut it pretty close. 
So I want to have a plan in place by the time they show up so we can just tell them what we need them to do. Sure. That sounds great. Um, you know, I sort of, I kind of napped on sort of the last leg here. I'm actually pretty fresh. I was thinking I might, you know, get a little unrecognizable, sort of walk around town, get a lay of the land, see what's going on. Sure. Seems good. She like just like seems a little bit out of it. She's pretty tired. Still kind of maybe reeling from the death of Miguel a little bit. Uh, and so she goes, right, key to the other room. Here you go. She takes it, uh, and she goes, who's, uh, who's staying with me? Oh, uh, me. All right. And she, uh, walks over to the other room, opens it, and then tosses you a key. Gotcha. And she, I don't know if you follow her in, but she's going to bed. <laughs> Not right now. Cool. We'll be in a little later. She shuts the door. You hear it lock. Great. Um, so I guess, does anyone... I'm just going to go walk around. Well, you know, I was going to see if there's a general store, or perhaps if we're lucky, a ferrier. Uh, so maybe I'll take a walk with you. Sure. We're going to have to do something about your whole... But We're going to have to do uh, something. <laughs> that's fair enough, I understand. Do you yeah, I would like to um, put put disguises on all of us, like good ones, and not just, you know, I put the wig back on from two days ago. <laughs> sure. Uh, go ahead and roll a, a blend to assist your compatriots. Uh, so we'll do Kinsey first. Kinsey, you get a plus four. Oh, good. I was hoping for a plus four. <laughs> uh, and then we'll do tax. Pax, uh, I, I regret I can give you only but a plus three. <laughs> this is to blend? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then for me... It's an extremely good roll. Hey, that's a plus six. You don't assist yourself, you just roll blend. <laughs> oh, but I'm putting on the disguise, right? <laughs> you have a very good disguise. It's not really a plus six, though. It's just like your disguise is very good. I what's have your a highest? rating six disguise. <laughs> what, what's your highest for your disguise? Uh, it is a 12. Okay. Cool. Look, I'm going to spend a grit to make my own luck. All right, so the three of you are setting out in town? Good uh, Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I have uh, tried to make myself look like... I want to look like I came in from a factory town. Sure. So, like, stylish, hair slicked back. Maybe people wonder if, like, hey, that guy looks, you know... He might be rich or, like, in the family. Who knows? Who's to say, even? <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. Um, roll a, roll, everyone roll a new blend 
Um, so you get your pluses, uh, those of you who were assisted by uh, Roland, and then Roland, just roll a blend for me that has nothing to do with your disguise. This is just you not, like, drawing unwanted sure. attention to yourself. This is for you guys just, like, blending in with the town and seeming like you, you belong. Um, I spent a grit uh, to make my own luck. What's your highest? 16. Uh, and Kinsey? I spent two grit to get one success with a high of two. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I will spend two grit to play to the gallery to count as 13, which then explodes. Must mean that. Cool. I got a 13. Um, I got four hits. But the thirteen is sort of the big the big deal here. Okay. All right. Um, so you uh, set out into town. Uh, it's still very early. There's not a whole lot of foot traffic, like I said. Um, some of the shops are starting to open up. Um, uh, you just kind of wander aimlessly. Um, no, no, so you're kind of on the western part of town, which is a little bit more. Um, it's it's a small. It's like you're closer to that like kind of cliff edge that serves as like a wall uh, for the town, uh, and uh, the rest of the town kind of branches out away from there um, uh, to the uh, uh, northeast, east, southeast, south, and then southwest. So, so the towns are. The bottom of a cliff, not the yes, it is, the okay. it is at the bottom of a cliff. Uh, it's at the bottom of a cliff and nestled, nestled in between two, like, kind of forests. Um, I'm sort of interested in meandering my way um, just around looking for any kind of, like, warehouse-like buildings. I want to see if it's possible to rule out some places so where we might need to go. Uh, for For... Like where they might be keeping the weapons. Yeah, you know, I'm looking for a warehouse that has like a guy hanging out front who like very conspicuously is there and doesn't seem to have a job, and he's just kind of there. <laughs> Maybe if you look very closely, you can see a gun, and okay. you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so how high <laughs> of a? Bl I'll use your previous blend roll as like you because you have playing the player. So instead of having to roll perception, you could roll blend to see like to see into people trying to blend. Um, sure. So what was your, you said your highest was a thirteen? Yeah. Okay. Um, how many net uh, successes over a six? Uh, two. Okay. And cool. a seven also. Uh, so that's what you're doing. Are you guys staying together, or is the group kind of splitting up and getting the getting like kind of taking in the whole town separately? I'll be meeting up with them later for sure. Okay, so Kinsey's definitely splitting from Roland. What about you, Pax? I also wanted to head um, pretty much straight to that manor house. Okay. So so it seems like uh, you, the three of you are, in fact, splitting up then, yeah. right? Because Roland's kind of taking in the meat of the town. Uh, Kinsey's taking in the other. Like, they're kind of both, like, splitting to, like, kind of start on ends and move towards each other almost. Uh, it seems like, and then Pax is just beelining it uh, towards the down the eastern thoroughfare, uh, which dead ends at the uh, the estate. Um, so uh, Pax, uh, you're just trying to you're trying to like you're kind of scoping out the estate. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Um, okay. 
but I don't want to be suspicious doing it. Well, that was what your blend roll was for. Um, so, uh, yeah, you can go ahead and roll a perception. Uh, we'll put it at a minus three. What? Why? Uh. Uh, sorry, an observe, <laughs> an observe test at a minus three. Still what? It's why, got, huh? It's got walls. It does have walls. It's hard to see over. Oh, yeah. please. From certain parts of town, so you can kind of see like a little bit because it's uh, you know uneven ground and everything. So you can get glimpses at part and parts of town, but like the closer you get, the harder it is to like see into it. That kind of thing. Um, uh, and what are you looking for, um, Kinsey? I'm just trying to get rid of the damn remains of this freaking skunk ape. You're specifically <laughs> trying to find a furry. Trying to get... No, I'm not lying when I say that. I really would like to get rid of... I'll observe what I can on the way, for sure. But I'd like to do both if I can. Okay, so you can either roll observe or connections. <laughs> uh, connections to kind of find someone who will purchase what you're what you're selling. Um, or uh, observe just to, like, through, through sheer legwork, find the person. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, you don't have any penalty to yours. Perfect. I'm selling something. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> a high of four, but two successes. Okay. Sweet. Uh, and Pax, what did you get on your observe? Um, I got... Three hits with a high of eight. Okay. Um, so three, three. You said. Yes, an okay. eight, a four, and a one. Okay. So uh, we'll start with Kinsey. Uh, Kinsey, you're you're walking around uh, uh, the like south western part of town you kind of um follow that main thoroughfare that kind of the, there's one one of the main thoroughfares like goes from the complete southwestern part of town all the way to the complete northeastern part of town um and so you're heading down that main thoroughfare you find like kind of a, a little bit of a, a a few a few shops basically and as you get a little bit closer towards the edge of town you do find a um uh it's it's kind of it's like a butcher's shop, but you can tell, like, by the look of it that, like, it's kind of like a trapper's butcher's shop. So, like, they sell pelts and stuff as well uh, instead of just instead of just meat. Um, so it's kind of like a mix of a, a butcher's shop and a furrier's shop. Hmm. Uh, and uh, he is just opening up. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's an elderly man, maybe, like, in his 70s. Uh, strong arms, but kind of a, a crooked back. Um, and he, uh, he's, uh, basically chopping up, like, some, some meat for the beginning of the day, uh, and, like, sliding it into, like, uh, into coolers. Good morning, my friend. How are you doing this morning? Uh, you're up early. Yes, well, you know, had a bit of a long night of travel and still a little bit hopped up, you know what I mean? So I figured I'd, uh, take in the sights and maybe, uh, you know, see what kind of stalls were around. Sure. You looking for uh, meat by the pound, or you want a sandwich or something? Some you want me to make up a dish for you on the fly? Well, I was actually wondering if perhaps you'd like to, to buy some supplies. I uh, have a couple of exotic meats and uh, furs and other types of sorts of things. If you're interested. 
Make it quick, he says, like, oh. continuing to work while while you uh, are talking to him. We'll start with the meat. I have a little bit of callow jerky and a little bit of cured callow meat. That interests you. Don't get much callow around here, I assume. Ah, uh, that's... You're right. That's, uh... That's not too common. Uh, uh, you know, I can't quite get to the high ground in the middle of the night like I used to, so... Understandably. Yeah, um... Well, let me see what you got. Uh, how many, uh, uh, how many, what, what, what kind of uh, Kalu stuff do you have? It's, uh, I just wrote down Kalu jerky and meat. Perhaps we've eaten some of the meat on the range. I would say mostly jerky. Okay. Um, yeah, he, he kind of looks at that. Um, uh, goes, man. Oh, mate, go right ahead. And he, like, takes a bite out of one of them and, like, chews on it. And, like, nods. He goes, yeah. Good seasoning. Uh, and like finishes that bit and he goes, uh, how much you want for the uh, uh, for the lot? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Tell me what else you might be interested in and maybe you can uh, think about a lump sum. So I've also got some uh, skunk ape meat and jerky here as well. Uh, not necessarily the best, but for the connoisseur, there are people who enjoy it. Uh, you can roll manipulate. <laughs> uh, I don't think I will. I, I don't need. To, I'm not trying to trick this man into into buying my wares. I've got other things that he might be interested in. Sure. He kind of goes like, mm, I think I'll pass on the skunk ape meat. You can eat that on the road. It ain't fit for uh, for you know. Eaten in town. Fair enough, fair enough. I'll keep it for my emergency rations. Do you, do you mind if I just throw the meat out in a, a bin here or something? I'm, I'm very, I'm not keen to carry it much further. Yeah, sure. And he like, uh, uh, like slides, uh, oh, like reaches, like get pulls you behind, like slides like a bin over, <laughs> like and and like unseals the top, and it's just like full of like gristle and bones and stuff like that. Yes, I'll, I'll try and kind of bury it down so it's not too smelly for you. Uh, as, as you start burying, he's like, "Don't mind, I take it out frequently. No. Throw it out into the forest. There, that's uh, how I uh, how I season my traps." Oh, oh, I see. I thought you, you were going to say you just throw your garbage out into the you know into nature. But, uh, I thought that was quite interesting. For the traps, that makes sense. Anyway, uh, so I've also got... meat and bone. <laughs> 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 Smells good to the animals. <laughs> uh, isn't that right? Well, I've also got a skunk ape pelt, not the best quality, but again, you could make a nice hat out of it. Eh, let me take a smell of it here. Take a look. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he sits there and like, shoves it into his face. He's like... Takes a big whiff and he goes... All right, you cleaned it pretty good. <laughs> Scrubbed it in the river. It was quite rank. It's not not a, not everyone knows how to get that smell out. And he kind of looks at it. He goes, "It's in good condition too." Uh, <laughs> rolls it up, sets it down. He goes, "Yeah, I might be interested. I could do something with that." Right, and finally, the piece of resistance. I've also got one fully formed skunk ape horn. You know, it's got types of curative properties, and uh, for the right collector, you never know who might buy it. Absolutely, I'm interested in that. All right, so uh, this lot, uh, I'd say, might be worth, I'd say, at least uh, six spurs. Uh, he looks it up and down, and is like, uh, 
Oh, well, I, I'd feel bad taking advantage of you, uh, <laughs> sir. Uh, uh, six is a, just a mop bit low. Let's, let's, go, okay, let's go ahead and call it eight. Well, I do appreciate that. I like the way you do your business. What was your name, sir? Uh, name's, uh, uh, no, I had a name. Where is oh, it? Oh, I had a name. What a, no, no, no. I have a name. It's a good one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hector. Ah, Hector. Hector the Butcher, of course. Eight spurs. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, he, opens up the, he opens up the cashier, has a uh, cash register, has to, like, kind of give it a hit <laughs> to, like, unstake it. And then uh, he pays you eight spurs and, like, bundles up the, the, the supplies. Thanks very much. I'm also in the, in the market for some cubes. Do you think you could point me to a general store? Mm, yeah, yeah. Gen actually, you might have seen it on the way here. Mm. Um, so uh, he'll say, there's a couple stores, depending on what you're looking for. There's a hardware store to the south, uh, uh, on the south thoroughfare, and just a... Little bit up uh, towards the the town square, there's a a, a general goods store um, nearby, uh, owned by a, a, a woman named uh, Janice. Janice, well, thank you very much, and thank you again for this bird, sir. Thanks for the supplies. Sure, you don't want nothing to eat? Said you just come off the road. Well, if you could throw together a sandwich, I wouldn't say no. All right, I'll cost you a spur. <laughs> Give him a spur. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he makes you. He uh, uh, takes some meat and uh, makes you a very nice sandwich. You take a bite of it. It's like it's like you know. I don't know if you the the player has ever gone and like gotten like fr like fresh at the deli cut right sure. it's like you know it's not he doesn't give you refrigerated stuff you got him in the morning so like it's it's like he just like sliced this <laughs> meat uh and it's got like a really nice like rub to it you think like he probably has actually uh been awake for a little while this morning like prepping this meat and then uh and then like you know he only opened up once he started cutting it sure. um and it's very good it's delicious this is excellent i don't think i'll wrap this other half for later all right. You have a nice day, sir. And you as well, Hector. Thank you again. Uh, meanwhile. No. Why? I don't know. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> technical difficulties. Meanwhile, um, rolling your things a little bit wider scale, so we'll do you last. Um, sure. Pax. Uh, you make your way towards the estate. You said you got three hits on observe? Yeah. Okay. So, um, you get a pretty good, uh, view of this thing, at least what you can from outside the walls. Um, you can tell, uh, so the, the, the manor, the actually, the actual, like, building within the estate, uh, sits in the center, center of, uh, very well-groomed grounds, uh, with a, there's a, a winding stone path from uh, this large gate that kind of is where the thoroughfare dead ends at, um, uh, all the way up towards where the manor is. Um, the walls that where this manor is in contact with the town, which is um, the, not the manor, the grounds, uh, the western and uh, southern edges of the, uh, of the grounds, um, those are all tall stone. 
Uh, but you are able to, like, at one point as you're, like, cresting over a hill, like, get a glimpse into the forest area. Uh, and you see that that stone wall gives way to uh, tall metal, uh, like, iron fencing um, uh, with, like, just a, a few inches between, like, metal uh, rods sticking up. It's very, it's very like, elegantly, like, crafted. It's not just, like, rebar stuck in the ground. Um, uh, and it's... Uh, uh, that that is like kind of goes and disappears into the forest area that that borders the uh, north and the west uh, uh, borders of the ground. Um, you also uh, see that the ground contains multiple um, uh, like smaller stone paths and hedges and a few ponds and fountains that kind of break it up in an, in an aesthetically pleasing way. Uh, so it's not just all open and like barren, you know, and, and like, it looks like the grass and the hedges and everything is super well maintained. Um, and you also notice that there's another structure besides just the large, like, um, uh, mansion, basically, um, uh, a little bit closer towards the foresty area. Uh, there is a, uh, narrow, uh, two-story building, uh, that you specifically can easily identify, like, that's servants' quarters. Um, uh, and, um, even at this early hour, um, you're able to spot, um, multiple people on the grounds, not like hustling and bustling. Um, but there's, uh, basically like around the walls and the fencing you do. And like in various areas near the manor, um, you see what can only be called basically patrols even at this hour. Um, and, uh, even though it's super early, a time where like maybe the patrols might be a little bit lighter, uh, you see easily like half a dozen people uh walking around they're not like walking around like a couple of them have like guns slung over their shoulders um uh but they're not like walking around like at the ready um but like they're definitely like you know guards here uh they're all very well dressed uh in in um uh nice probably armored clothing um and uh they you know are all well groomed they look clean um, so it's not like you wouldn't say this is mercenaries or like, you know, uh, necessarily like, uh, low end grunt, like, uh, guard services. These, these might be family members. Um, and, uh, you also do see a few servants moving around. It seems like, you know, uh, right by the gate, it's like a tall iron, uh, gate in an archway in the stone wall. Um, uh, there's like a, a little like, you know, gatehouse where there's like, definitely one of those guards there but also you see a servant there like talking with the guard and like you know uh uh they're like going through um like books and stuff you kind of are able to kind of glimpse them at an angle um uh and you do see occasional servants on the grounds like they're watering the plants uh cleaning out the fountain um all of these servants uh are indentured uh they have that uh that like thin uh metal um kind of like incomplete uh collar uh, it's like almost like a horseshoe shaped collar that kind of curves in just a little bit closer to the center. Um, and uh, uh, it's very ornate, very lightweight metal, um, but it does identify them as uh, as indentured to some kind of uh, contract, probably the people who live here um, uh, in in uh, in servitude until they pay off their debts. Um, they're all as far as indentured servants go, like you know, you've seen, You've, as a, someone who was previously in the indentured uh, servant uh, life, uh, you've seen various types. Uh, uh, these ones, you would, you wouldn't guess that these are like 
mistreated particularly their their clothes are nicer than what you've seen some like they they're wearing uniforms and they're clean nice uniforms like closer to like butlers and maids type thing as opposed to like you know the like there is farmland to the south of town you don't expect any of these these are house like uh house-based servants not like uh not like menial labor-based servants uh though they do there are a few of them like tending to the grounds here but mostly it's just like trimming hedges and cleaning out um cleaning out things and like kind of making it nice um let's see what else you get because you did get three uh and i think that's about yeah that's about it that's what you get kind of um, scoping this place out sure is this like a smooth stone wall or is this a like a gothic wall made of actual stone like is it more like brick or is it I'd Basically, is it climbable? Do I I'd, think I could scale this wall? <laughs> I think it's, I, I'd say it's closer to brick. With a little bit of assistance, you might be able to scale it. It's not super tall, right? It's like eight to ten feet at most. Okay. Uh, just enough to like not, yeah, high, higher than eight, probably ten feet. Um, so not enough to like be able to easily see over, um, but not so much that it's like garish and like you know like very very like you know hard to bypass for your skill set. Uh okay. It's it is a very nice wall too. It's it's everything about this the the architecture of everything in this estate is very, very nice, very wealthy feeling. Uh very clean, good, aesthetically pleasing. Okay. Um Um, well, I guess I, um, if I went around to the other side where there's like metal bars, could I see better? Yeah, I think you probably did at a certain point, like, cause okay. you can break out of the outskirts of town and kind of go into the forest paths. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you have to be a little more careful. You have to, cause there's more like, you know, you, while you can see more, they might be able to see more too. But like kind of like looking through the trees, um, that's kind of how you were able to get a lot of this, right? You kind of noticed that you'd be – I think that's part of it, right? You kind of got the glimpse that the wall made – like kind of became right. more visible if you went into the forest. So then you took a stroll down a nice forest path and then strayed from said path and went through some thicker areas of the forest until you could lay eyes on the uh, on the grounds themselves. Okay. Um, I guess you'd also uh, uh, be able to spot that, like, that gate isn't the only gate. Um, there is a gate. Um, uh, there's a part. One of those, like, side roads um, does attach to the uh, – there's a smaller uh, gate on the southern wall of the estate. Um, and then also uh, there's a gate in the north uh, northeast corner uh, that, you know um, – uh, it's it's larger, so you think it might be for like you know taking the horses horses or something into the into the uh, uh, woods. Um, okay, cool. Uh, and there are guards at all the gates. Yeah. All right, I will um, head back into um, the uh, head back to the saloon. Um, okay to take a short nap by that i mean steal her lrc tag <laughs> okay so okay. it definitely takes you a little bit of while like especially like mm -hmm. slinking through the woods right 
Um, so roll it. You scour this town. Uh, you're you're um, uh, getting a pretty good lay of it, just kind of like walking around. It's getting, you know, as like the town kind of wakes up, you see more and more people um, out and about. Uh, and you got how many successes, did you say? Two. Two, and your high was 13? Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd pretty much guess that, like, ev- everywhere you look, it looks like it is what it it's like what you see is what you get right uh you know there's no weird like there's some residential areas and you see like you kind of like scope them out for a minute to see like who leaves or if there's like weird guards or anything and like it just seems like that's where people live you know they just look like townies um uh you do get a sense like this is definitely like a wealthier town not like everyone here would qualify for like the privileged history um but uh it is a nice settlement it's a nice clean settlement uh it looks like money has been put into this settlement um uh like it has just a little bit more infrastructure than some settlements you've been to um not a whole lot more but just enough to make it like seem nice and quaint and and like a good place to live um and uh yeah you um like you do a, a thorough sweep and you're pretty confident that like no one around at least yeah, no, you don't see really anyone suspicious. Nothing, no one's suspicious in the way that matters, at least. Maybe you see, like, you know, someone, like, slipping out of, like, a brothel who you're like, mm, you shouldn't have been there, right? And, like, <laughs> and like you see, like, you know, maybe, like, uh, you know, someone cheating at cards or something like that. Like, you see, like, pe- you see flawed people, but no one that you would say is, like, family-level suspicious. <laughs> so what you're saying is... No one in this town is suspicious. Not suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> there are suspicious people, just not suspicious in the way that you that matters for you. <laughs> sure. That in itself is off-putting. Yeah, it, you. What you're able to tell is like, as far as like, you know, the stereotype of like law and order in the garden, like this town, like matches it it looks like it is well kept not just like because people like have like maybe a higher quality of living but like you know they follow the laws and the laws are like you know fair and uh probably enforced like fairly but like consistently (laughs) (laughs) huh okay weird um, I'm gonna head towards the sheriff's office. Mm. Okay. Just, you know, maybe take a quick perusal of the bounty board, see see what's going on there, and then decide whether or not to speak to this sheriff about the indeterminate work that may or may not be in his office. <laughs> um, so, uh, the uh you go to look at the bounty board um it is it is a hologram bounty board so you kind of like as you approach it kind of lights up uh and uh you do see like off in the corner there's the you know wanted dead man's gang um bounty board where you can see like all of them um miguel still has a bounty and it's and it's gone up now um uh and um uh you uh, look around if you if you like dig a little bit right like you kind of like 
uh, it, it reacts as you're like looking like it, like it kind of seems to track your eyes. So like, it kind of like makes the places you're looking like kind of like, uh, you know, bigger and larger. So you can kind of like spot like different areas. There's various bounties, not just like, you know, bounties as far as like this person's wanted. There's like, you know, help needed with caravan this way. There's like, there's like job postings and stuff too. Um, uh, for like various things like, you know, uh, you know, security for caravans, um, uh, like, you know, guard needed, uh, for like debt, uh, for, uh, guard bank looking for work for, you know, uh, red eye shift, uh, like that kind of thing. Um, uh, and, uh, you, you do like, uh, notice that your bounty isn't up here and neither is Pax and Kinsey. Um, it doesn't look like, maybe there's not a lot of bounty hunters that come through here. Most of the postings here are like work, um, for like the various settlements. And like, there's like a couple like, like higher profile, like bounties, like the dead man's gang and a couple other things. Um, but you guys don't seem to qualify for their limited space on, uh, on like wanted posters. That's great. That's maybe my favorite sentence. <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, you hear boots on a porch and you look over uh, to your right and uh, the sheriff's door has opened up and leaning on the banister of his porch, um, uh, a fit man, probably in his mid, uh, mid to late 20s, uh, he's uh, sipping a, a coffee and uh, looks at you and he goes, looking for work? Coming through town? Yeah, hey, you know, I'm, uh, I'm here visiting uh, an old friend and uh you know i'm gonna be in town for a couple days you know guys gotta make some spurs uh uh sue down at the saloon mentioned uh there might be work here so you know i thought i'd take a look at the bounty board see what was going on he points and he goes listings are up to date um not a ton of work in town unfortunately but uh um you know Depending on how long you're in town, I might I might think of you. What's your name? Uh, James. James DeMarciano. Well, James, and he sets his uh, coffee on the banister. He goes, name is Benito. Uh, Sheriff Hinman, if you must. Ah, it's a pleasure to meet you, Benito. Uh, he shakes your hand uh, and uh, says, well, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, take a stroll around town you're welcome to join me if uh, if you're looking for company yeah sure you know i like to get up early like to take a walk you know get some blood flowing always good sure thing uh reaches up grabs his coffee off the banister and then just like starts walking through town um, yeah i'll walk with this sheriff yeah uh he's walking around he's like giving you like a little bit of a tour too uh he does a he doesn't ask you like probing questions but he asks you questions about yourself and like you know like, you, you get the feeling it's, like, the, you know, the sheriff's, like, standard operating procedure of, like, let me get a feel for you by asking you about yourself. It's polite and informative. <laughs> 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 um, so let's go ahead and just have you roll a manipulation test. Uh, well, blend. We'll have you roll a blend test, actually. It's just trying to, like, have pleasant conversation um, uh, and, like, skirt around. Because he's not asking you, like, are you a wanted criminal? <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know why you would ask that, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, am I dressed to impress? Yes. Great. This is a pretty good roll. Uh, 
Uh, you're up against a nine. Hey, uh, I got a, a 13 and a nine. All right, so that's two net successes. He asks you, he goes, uh, look like you just stepped uh, uh, out of the factory town. You from Alonistead? Uh, no, actually, I'm, uh, I'm from up in Freedom. Hmm. A hard place. Quite a long journey, too. Strange for you to be coming through Lily Ridge. Do you have a family here? <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, I, I got a, I got a friend, a friend of mine, uh, from back in our school days, you know, I thought I'd pay him a surprise visit. Oh, someone in town. Uh, might know him. Uh, I do, uh have a pretty good uh, sense of just about everyone in town uh, if there's someone local. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure, you know, might might be funny if uh, the sheriff comes calling for him, give him a nice, uh, be a fun prank, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking to do any pranks, just wondering who your friend is. Uh, his name's Dennis, uh, Dennis DeMarco. I've just made something up because I didn't expect to go this far. <laughs> sure, sure. Have, uh, I, have I stumbled upon a real person? <laughs> no. He goes, huh. Is he, uh... He works down at the farm, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, he's in the agriculture business, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, they're kind of self-maintained. I don't. I don't know all of the faces and names around there. I mostly know. Uh, I know his boss, um, uh, Bruce, uh, good fella. Uh, pays them a nice fair wage uh, uh, for their hard work. Uh, uh, so uh, I'd say Dennis has a pretty good gig there. Yeah. He, uh, you know, last time we talked to him, he seemed pretty happy. Uh, yeah, and he just, you know keeps chatting with you. I don't know if there's anything you want, any information you're trying to pump out of the sheriff during this conversation, but... Um, uh, I guess I'm, I'm trying to... This town unnerves me with how idyllic it seems to be, despite the, the tremendous family presence, like, two blocks that way. Mm -hmm. Um... And I would like to just, you know, sort of skirt around that and just try and... I, th I think... I think that's this town isn't what it seems, but I don't know how. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, you're, you, yeah, I mean, if you, like, mention the manor, like, you know, uh, as he's kind of walking around, like, you can see the manor from various parts of town, right? So you, like, kind of gesture to that. He goes, oh, yeah, the, the Gati estate, um... Uh, Akeo Gati lives up there. Uh, she's, uh, well, she's done a lot for this town. Uh, she uh, uh, puts a lot back in, uh, makes sure, you know, people here are well taken care of. Um, uh, just the other day, uh, uh, there, or just a few months ago, there was a hell of a storm that rolled through town and messed up the, uh, the southern, re uh, the, the southern uh, uh, thoroughfare, uh, uh, destroyed almost a couple of... Uh, uh, Almost destroyed a couple of businesses and uh, nearly flattened uh, one of the uh, the apartment buildings. And well, uh, you know, people there they were about ready to move on to another town or, or uh, start working in the fields or or looking for work like what you saw over there, something that requires a little bit more skill and finesse. Uh, but uh, 
wasn't uh wasn't really much to worry about. You know, Biz Gotti, she uh, uh she paid out of pocket to to refurbish the town. Um, she she takes care of us. She's sort of a de facto mayor uh, for the town, as it were. Uh, we we owe we owe her a great debt. Well, you know. You don't hear hear about a lot of rich folks like that in uh, in freedom. If you know what I mean, that's uh, a refreshing story to hear. You know. Hey, well, and he kind of like you know uh, is like like kicks a little bit awkwardly at his boot. Like you can tell he's like he's not giving the full like at this point he's like trying to find like the polite thing to say. He's like, well, you know, she has her hand in uh, many different businesses and. Uh, well, the, the maintenance of this town is but a small expense for the likes of her. As far as uh, I see it, she's taking care of her own home, making sure these streets and people are taken care of. Hey, you know, I just wish there was more like her, you know? It'd be nice. The world would be a better place. Uh, but uh, I believe here's where I'll take my leave. Uh, I gotta go in here and talk to... Uh, Fellow that owns this business, uh, see about um, uh, yeah, uh, a meeting we were trying to arrange between him and a couple other people. Oh yeah, you know it was great to meet you, Benito. Uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll talk again. I'll be in town for a couple days. All right. Uh, what did you say your name was? You would have uh, told me at this point. I just forgot what your fake name is. <laughs> sure, uh, James Demarciano. Uh, he goes. Ple uh, pleasure's all mine, Mr. Demasiano. Please, James. All right. He tips his hat to you and then goes walking into, uh, uh, it's a botanist shop. Hmm. Okay. A drug deal. <laughs> <laughs> Lots sure, of very yeah. pretty potted sure. plants outside. <laughs> sure. Drug plants. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'll head back to the saloon at this point. All right. Kinsey! Yeah? You were heading towards the general store? Uh, either the general store or the hardware store. I just need uh, tech cubes and the other kind of cube. Machinery cube. Sure. Um, the, uh, uh, what did I say the woman's name was? Janice. <laughs> Janice, yeah. Um, uh, so you walk in, little bell, bing. Um, it's a nice, well laid out shop with a uh, with kind of like a little bit above waist high um, uh, uh, shelves that kind of like give you a comfortable walk around. Um, there's not a, it's not overly stocked, uh, but you wouldn't say it's understocked. Um, it has decent supplies um, uh, that, from what you can tell, and you can very easily like rummage together enough to like make up a machinery cube and um, or I guess. How many machinery cubes and tech cubes are you trying to, to purchase? Probably three of each. Okay. So, yeah, um, uh, you're able to kind of put those together. Um, you would know. I don't know how much money you have. You would know uh, that three of each would be uh, three, six, nine, uh, 10, 11, 12, 15. 15. <laughs> Probably. Fair. Roughly uh, around 15. It's a fair price. It's a fair price. 15 is. Actually, yeah, they're all they are price tags. You, it, it, they are fairly priced. They are not overpriced. They are. It's we'll call you fifth. Cost well, then I'm not going to haggle her down about it. I'll, I'll go ahead and pay her the fair price of, of fifteen. Uh, yeah, you like set down like these supplies on the. It's like a nice large counter, so like you can set down like 
you know, all the different supplies you need, um, uh, the various like bits, you know, like shovel heads, you know, uh, uh, rope, all that goodness. So, you know, basically everything that makes up a machinery cube, as well as some tech bits like batteries, wires, you know, et cetera, um, uh, flashlights, so on. Uh, and you kind of like pile that together. Uh, and uh, she kind of looks uh, at that, looks at you and goes, uh, Howdy, mister. This is, uh, well, this is quite a bit. You going on a journey? I just uh, like to be prepared for as much as possible, you know. I, um, I'm i on the road quite a lot myself and uh, have a little bit of spare time and some crafting experience. I like to uh, build little little machines and, and traps and such. All right. Ah, a bit of a, a, a tinkerer, as it were. As it were, yes, you may call me that. Uh, well, um, I'm a, I'm Janice Finney. Janice, Right, out of her hand. She goes, pleasure to meet you. Very nice uh, that'll be 15 spurs. Sure, 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 yes. And I'll, I'll hand over the spurs, and as I do, I'll say, you know, it must be interesting uh, living in a town at the base of a cliff. It must get dark pretty early around here, does it? It does, yes. Um, between the... The forest and the uh, and the cliff, uh, we do get our fair share of shade, uh, for sure. But it's also nice and quiet, you know. It yeah. cuts down the wind quite a bit. Uh, it must be nice. It must be nice. I, it, it, it seems like a quaint, clean little town. It, it, I am a person who enjoys a, a, a good bit of sunlight. Though, around what time does that start getting dark around here? Oh well, this time of year, uh, probably around. Five or six? That's when uh, that's when you'll start losing most of your sunlight. Um, well, I mean, I guess I guess depending on what part of town you're in, sure. uh, uh, maybe as early as like four. Yeah. Oh, but okay. uh, but by five or six, it's basically night time. Well, I'm, I'm staying in the uh, in the saloon uh, in the, about the middle of town, so it's, it's good good to know. I might take a bit of a nap around that time. Oh, all right. Jenny's, thank you very much. I, I appreciate this. Uh, and thank you for a very fine story you have here. Everything's so well organized. Thank you very much. You. Uh, come back this weekend. I'm running a special on uh, on everything in the, that section over there. And it's like, you know, survival kit and stuff like that. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Uh, uh, sorry, Ken Charlotte, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Charlotte. Uh, uh, <laughs> Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Pleasure to meet you as well. Thank you very much, Miss Finney. Yeah. You're able to collect your supplies and head on out. Perfect. I'll, I'll go back to the saloon as well to meet up with my compatriots. Cool. You all get back to the saloon roughly around the same time. Um, I'd say probably Pax gets back just a little bit before Kinsey, and Kinsey might actually get back a little bit before Roland. Because yeah. uh, Roland was having a nice leisurely, he basically scoured the entire town and then walked that town, uh, a decent portion of that town, casually with the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, you, uh, 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 Pax, you get back. You said you were gonna go into the room where Cho is sleeping. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're trying not to wake her, right? Mm -hmm. And also you're trying to steal from her? Yes. Alright, let's go ahead and roll, um, a, let's roll a sneak test. Okay. 
Um, and then we'll roll a skullduggery test uh, at a minus two. Okay. I have a bunch of talents that I did not write down what they do. I can tell you what they do if you tell me the names. So I have uh, Lightfoot and Silent Step. Okay. Um, Lightfoot lets you move at uh, Lightfoot lets you move at normal speed while sneaking, so you don't have to like creep. Um, and Silent Step actually um, makes it so they're at uh, people are at penalties to hear you, which is specifically what's going on because her eyes are closed because she's sleeping. <laughs> nice. Weird. Uh, and then I also have um, Sticky Fingers. Uh, sticky Fingers will give penalties to be noticed uh, uh, pilfering or pickpocketing. Okay. Does Overall, that apply? These, both, yeah, both of those apply pretty thoroughly in this case. Okay. Um, so the bonus to for... Oh, no. The silent step they, is a minus to them. Yeah, they get negatives. Got it. Oh, that's not great. Um, I'm gonna spend a grit to make my own luck. Okay. Okay. No, it's okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Um. Uh, you're, so you are um, up against zero for so this is the sneak right yeah yeah she didn't get any so did you get any oh yeah uh i got four uh four hits then yeah ten, ten high you're super you can you will never wake cho saxon while sneaking, while sneaking around <laughs> did you kill uh, um uh yeah you you she is a sound sleeper and you're you have this room is like your domain now you are super sneaky in this room um uh but uh yeah go ahead i guess take away the negative penalty to your skullduggery test um because you're you're quite comfortable um you you're sneaking around so well like you're you're pretty sure like she's sound asleep and you know where to step and how to move uh and you can even like kind of rummage through her things and uh and you are able to do it um uh far enough away from her because you can kind of like take the pack and move it away uh and and so on so we'll put you at a minus two or we'll take away your minus two <laughs> okay um and then what is uh what is sticky fingers is that a plus one nope it is negatives to the person who is trying to perceive you oh pick. for oh all right yeah, when you use skullduggery to uh, to pilfer or pickpocket, uh, uh, the people you are targeting are at negatives. And she's already at negatives because she's sleeping. Um, I'm so good. Uh, you, you are <laughs> up against a four. Okay. Um, I have five net hits, 13. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I rolled three tens and two thirteens. Cool. Uh, so, 
Joe Saxon's possessions. <laughs> um, uh, you find all of the secret spots where she has spurs hidden. Um, she has, uh, uh, amongst her pack and her person, uh, you, uh, 36 spurs, uh, which you can take any of the, like, it's up to you what you do with that information, but you know where she keeps all of her spurs and you know that there's uh, 36 spurs worth of stuff. Uh, she also has many machinery cubes, a couple tech cubes and a couple first aid cubes. Um, she has a few tonics as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, her, um. Her, she has, you know, her fire. She has her firearm that she takes from the car, um, or that she took from the car at least. Um, uh, there's. Does she have her keys? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The keys to her car are are on her. Um, you are able to get her LRC, uh, no matter what, um, for sure. Uh, it is like in her pocket, like her breast pocket, but you're able to take it, uh, without waking her up. Um, yeah, you. I mean, you can. You could take everything that she owns in this room without her <laughs> noticing. Um, so the, okay. the only oh, her armor also has an auto dock in it. You're able to identify that. Oh. Um, she's sleeping in her armor, um, but it is both fitted uh, and um, has uh, uh, basically like uh, wires and stuff that like can inject her with like healing stims and stuff like that. Okay. Um... So I will. Um, yeah, I mean, so you basically have the run of like whatever you want to do. Uh, you got you got five successes on this skullduggery. So if there's anything you want to do with any of her possessions, you just let me know. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna take four of her spurs. It's enough that she might think that um, she miscounted, but it's still doubling what I have personally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm gonna take the bullets. Out of her gun. Take the bullets okay. out of her gun. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then I'm going to take the LRC tag. And I'm going to slide it out the door. Like, under the door. Okay. Um, so, if they don't see it, when they're coming back, they uh, it just looks like she dropped it she was so tired um sure. but if they do see it then they can use it mm -hmm. um uh, you and... also find uh three i forgot you found three books uh small little pamphlet books like uh uh, uh in her pack uh it's the verity of righteousness the verity of instinct and the verity of um logic oh so she's into tripticism then yeah you also find like a, a little like triptych emblem like a triangle uh made out of probably brass um uh, a triangle with a kind of like t cross section in the center um uh and it's like on like a chain um kind of shoved in a uh uh in a uh, one of the pockets okay but, uh, the, the 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 books look well used okay um, I think, I think that's all that I do. And then I'll just take a nap. Okay. Uh, Kinsey. Yes. Uh, 
you get back. Um, and, uh, yeah, you see the LRC tag. <laughs> so ready to roll and fail. Excellent. No. <laughs> you, you rolled, you rolled observer earlier. You got two successes. It would be better if you rolled three successes wow. on your observer earlier, but it's fine. You like <laughs> might know to look for it too. Cause you knew that she was going to go take it. So like, Glancing at that door is not out of hand for for you returning. So yeah, you see the LRC tag uh, at the uh, just outside the door uh, to uh, Cho and Pax's room. I'll, I'll go ahead and pocket that and maybe just take a lie down in uh, Roland and I's room. Roland and me's room. Me and Roland's room. Roland and me. Roland and me's room. I, my. Right. Rolling in my room. That's absolutely great. <laughs> Got you there. <laughs> well, Kinsey doesn't have good grammar either, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Roland returns a little bit after you do. Um, probably before you fall asleep, unless you're particularly tired. Um, That's uh, good as well. Yeah, so Roland, uh, you return. Um, everything seems in order. You pop open the door, and there's Kinsey uh, kind of laying comfortably on one of the beds. It's a comfy bed. It's a nice bed. As far as tavern beds go. Sure. Uh, how was your trip? Oh, just fine, just fine. Sold some of my uh, meats and wares and uh, gained some machinery cubes. I, I plan on uh, perhaps making a stink bomb and uh, you know, maybe a couple of other knickknacks and the sort. I will be sure to keep my uh, filtration mask handy. <laughs> um, what about you? How was your... Uh, what did you get up to? Um, you know, I walked around the whole town, sort of saw what there was to see. Seems like there's really nothing going on untoward, which in itself is untoward. Um, I, uh, I had a nice chat with the sheriff. Um, got his take on, uh, uh, Gati. Um, then he had to go, go to a botanist, see about arranging a meeting. Which, you know... Could be anything. Um, <laughs> I it didn't seem suspicious, <laughs> and that's why it's suspicious. <laughs> um, I get the sense uh, that Miss Scotty uh, has built up a small, a small little empire here wherein she does good and nice things for these people in exchange for a well-run and efficient town. It doesn't sound so nefarious. Well, it's not really nefarious on its own. Mm -hmm. it's, but it is, um, you know... So here's, here's what I imagine, right? Miss Garty, you know, paid to have uh, an apartment building repaired, as well as a thoroughfare and a couple of businesses. And sometime in the future, Miss Garty's associates and representatives will come to those people and ask them to do a favor in return. And they'll say yes, because now they don't have a choice. Sure. But also they sort of want to. But it, it, it will be nefarious, the thing that they're asked to do. That's how <laughs> <things> go. <laughs> I suppose it's better than uh, you know, straight out extorting them for money. At least he's making improvements. Not to say that I approve of any branch of the family. Uh, any type of family. Sure. <laughs> I, think, I think what I've come to realise is... I don't really care what her deal is morally. I'm more just very curious as to how things work in this town. <laughs> which appears to be 
as advertised. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say I found out the, you know, as you've noticed at the bottom of goddamn cliff, uh, it, it will get dark probably around five or six, especially out at the uh, Gatti family estate. So if, if uh, Cho and uh, the rest of the Dead Man's gang are planning on doing anything sort of uh, skullduggery-ish, it, should, it would probably be best to take place around that time, which does give us a little more time, perhaps, to meet up with Miss Gatti. Sure. Perhaps I... we can make that I... suggestion to them. I'm beginning to get the sense that perhaps the Dead Man's Gang, while possessing a wealth of skills, brains is not one of them. <laughs> um, because as, as I said about this town earlier, so like, I think this is a neighborhood where if somebody saw something, they would say something. <laughs> And then the cops would investigate it. <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't be too much of a push to bring the law down on them, is what you're saying? No. In fact, I think it. I think we should still go forward with Pax's plan. It's very good. Excellent. I think maybe we might not have to do anything to get the Dead Man's Gang <laughs> in trouble with the Garty family to such an extent that they are, are forced into an unfavorable position. Well done, us. I thought this was going to take at least a few more weeks. Um, yeah. So, um, is Pax back? Oh, she, she must be. I, uh, I got the LRC tag, I said, twirling, around, twirling it around my finger. Oh. Well, let's go take a look. Sure. I'll toss it to him. Doesn't do oh. me any good. I grab it. Wait, can you... Kinsey, can you not read? <laughs> I can make out the old word or two, but uh, reading is not one of my strong suits now. Huh. I would not have guessed. No. You, you carry yourself as a man who can read. <laughs> <laughs> not... Quite sure how to take that. It seems it's intended as a compliment. I say before we can interrogate that <laughs> that sequence more. And leave. <laughs> saying it seems a little bit backhanded, but all right. Uh, all right. So you head out to the LRC to uh, tower. Um, it's it's like proper morning, closing in on on noon. Um, uh, at this point, you guys have been all over this town. Um, and, uh, yeah, you, um, you get up to the LRC tower, you, um, uh, pull down one of the terminals. It's, it's a, it's a decent LRC tower. It's got a few terminals. It also has, um, a window for a, um, an operator, uh, which, uh, is actually open. And, uh, there's, a uh, a woman there, um, uh, kind of younger, maybe like early twenties, uh, who uh, is you know, messing on a terminal on the other side. Um, she's kind of standing like in a little like offshoot of the tower um, and she sees you approaching and uh, she she like waves and goes, Howdy, sirs! Uh, hey there. Uh, just hoping to use the LRC tower. Is it, uh, is it everything all right here? Are you, uh, oh, yeah, repairs? Yeah. Or is this just, what's going on? No, you're, you're fine. Um, uh, if you... Uh, if you need any assistance, let me know. We have uh, uh, the three 
private public uh, private terminals over there. You're you're plan uh, welcome to use it. Or uh, if you if you need assistance uh, reading your correspondence, I am here at your service. Uh, and should you uh, need to post any public notices or anything along those lines, um, I can arrange such a thing. Uh, uh, Daisy Hightower at your service. Uh, James Demarciano, pleasure to meet you. Ken, Ken, Ken Charlotte. <laughs> well, uh, go ahead, uh, uh, gentlemen. If you if you don't need any assistance, those com those terminals are at your uh, disposal. And just let me know if you have any issues. No, no, we are quite literate. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, we'll head off to the um, to the private terminal. <laughs> cool. You uh, you kind of pull it down and like fold out the the keyboard. The screen lights up. Uh, you're able to slot in um, uh, Cho's LRC tag and look at her personal correspondence. Um, yeah, so you're able to find easily the message she sent um, uh, to uh, what you assume is Rufus. It's not like it doesn't say, like, from Cho Saxton to Rufus Nash regarding Dead Man's Gang's plans. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am curious, what is the name uh, that she's using and who she's sending it to? Um... Uh, she is using, uh, the name, uh, her LRC tag is, uh, Spring May. And, and, um, well, LRC tags aren't necessarily always just people's names, right? Sure. I'm uh, just saying, it seems fake. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, she is, um, sending it to, um... Uh, an LRC tag that says uh, that is called uh, Seamus Dole. See that? That's a name that says nothing's going on here. Um, it's named Dole. You don't think it's a bit on the nose? Uh, it's so on the nose, Kinsey. <laughs> and that's the brilliance behind it. <laughs> um, she sends a message. Say, uh, uh, you know. The, the correspondence doesn't hide that she's sending it to Rufus or anything. It's just, like, the LRC tags themselves don't just scream sure. it out. Of course it doesn't. They, they're just the most wanted gang in the garden. Why would they try and hide what they send through publicly available terminals? Yeah, but it is private correspondence. So uh, the only people who could, do the, who could do what you're doing are people with the LRC tag or an LRC operator. Those are the only people who can do that. Um... Uh, so, uh, the message basically, you know, is like a quick update, um, saying like, Miguel, uh, uh, like the, the laws on our tail, um, uh, Miguel ran afoul with a, a marshal. Um, there's a little bit of suspicion thrown on the three of you in that being like, I don't know what, uh, uh, if it was Miguel who tipped his hand or if it was the three, um, the three newcomers, um, you know. Not to question you or anything, boss, but, like, you know, I'm feeling a mite bit uncomfortable being uh, alone with just the three of them. Um, uh, you know, an update on Salvador's dead. He's on the outs with the Gati, or the Gati did it. Um, uh, she knows that the, uh, uh, Akeo is, is hoarding the, the weapons and um, uh, basically, like, an, uh, being like, if you could uh, uh, send me some help, I need uh, I need some uh, I I need some backup here. Um, and um, you know, like 
they seem on the these three seem like they might be on the up and up, but uh, I didn't um, I didn't see what happened on that boat, and you know, honestly, Miguel seemed like he was riding high after the fight before uh, uh, before Roland uh, uh, you know took a look at his wounds. It took a took a, a very quick and sudden turn, uh, unexpected as it were. Uh, not trying to cast a, a too uh, like not trying to you know infer anything. I'm not I'm not a doctor or anything, but we did bury, um, uh, we did leave Miguel. Uh, <laughs> Can't even remember his name. <laughs> uh, we we did leave we did leave Miguel at like these coordinates. So if you want to have um, the Madman take a look, uh, uh, he might be able to figure something out. He might be able to confirm that. Uh, it was what Roland says it was. Great. Um, okay. Is there anything else of note? Or do you just like a brief skim through? Um, yeah, I mean, you got time, right? So I'm not going to make you roll for it. Um, especially because, you know, you're very good at social stuff. Uh, you kind of get a little bit of a sense of her relationship with uh, certain other members of the Dead Man's Gang. Um, similar to how you got, like, you know, a, a sense when you looked at uh, uh, Miguel's private correspondence. Oh, no. Did this computer just die? <gasps> no. I had a little side computer with... The whole with... LLC network's down. <laughs> oh, shit, was she even a technician at all? It explodes! Um... No, okay. I'll just use I'll use this over here. Just might give me just a little bit of lag. So, um, Cho is pretty reserved. She doesn't seem to get particularly close to anyone. A lot of her messages with other members of the gang are um, are pretty um, are, are like pretty business oriented, but still friendly. Um, just like nothing like super they're they're not like you know there's not a lot of like very very familiar like chatter right um she uh, out of anyone she seemed probably the closest to miguel um uh because they they worked a lot together uh you also like this is a relatively new lrc tag so it can't go super far back but uh you get like you know at least a few messages leading up to the to the breakout of rufus um, and, uh, she does have, like, seems to have, like, you know, she reaches out to, uh, maybe, like, five or six different, yeah, sit, like, five different people, uh, uh, that you think are just, like, friends and maybe even family that she just is like, hey, this is my new LRC, um, you know, like, let me know. She has an aunt, um, apparently, um, uh, you're not sure where she's located, but she says, like, hey, uh, Auntie May, this is my, um... Uh, this is this is my new LRC. I thought you'd get a kick out of the name, uh, and um, a few other things. Uh, it seems like she has a good relationship with the various people outside the gang that she like chats with. Nothing, but like altogether, you as a, so, a socially adept person can tell she pretty much keeps her guard up at all times. Um, she's kind of a, a a quiet sort who doesn't really like open up a whole lot with people and her friendships seem relatively, uh, you know, light. Sort of arm's length. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, not where people think she's standoffish, but, you know, that's just how Cho is. Uh, um, uh, but, yeah, she's got, seems to have some friends scattered around uh, Manifest, and she seems on relative, medium, okay, good terms with everyone. There's not really anyone in the gang that she is super on the outs with, um, uh, except for uh, she seems to... Not super, like, out of everyone, like, uh, Samuel Hofstetter um, is the one that she seems to have, like, the least, uh, like, in common with. And they probably don't work a lot together. That's part of it. But, like, in general, like, their messages are are pretty, like, short and non, uh, like, non-friendly. Just, like, very business. Just like, hey, Rufus wanted me to tell you this. Hey, Rosa's meeting you here. Just like an update. Right. Sure. It's probably they tried being more friendly and using metaphors and things, but they're from different worlds. You know, the Wrangler metaphors just don't make sense to the car person. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, I'll, uh, I'll make sure Kinsey is, is up to speed. Um, I think... So, um... I was working on on sort of trying to plant the seed of doubt uh, regarding the madman with Miguel uh, about his gun failure. Um, I think it might be worthwhile sort of heading down that avenue with Cho. Shoot a little PS is what you're saying? Oh, no, no, no. I think we'd like directly to Cho. Uh, Sure. Talking to her. She thinks the madman and Sierra are coming as backup. And if we can convince her that the madman had it out for Miguel, you know, it's, you know, basic stuff. Just try and isolate them from each other so they don't feel comfortable counting on each other. It makes them easier to manipulate and then kill. <laughs> just just can't let go of that mad king's gambit, can you? I, I... No, no, I can't. No, okay, it's a good backup plan, you know. I think it really could work if, uh, if this whole Gatti thing falls through. Yeah, no, you know, Pax's thing is just—it's just way better. It's so simple, you know, and it's so much thing. easier it's to just, execute. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's head back. Sure. All right. Um. So the. Yeah, are you guys actually like taking a nap now, or or what? There's probably a a, a few hours before Cho wakes up. Um, I guess probably. I'll ask Kinsey where he found this LRC tag, so we can put it back. Oh, and Pax just left it. Well, I assume she left it and wasn't dropped just uh, right outside the door here. Great. I'll just you know set it there, casually. <laughs> It looks like it may have been dropped. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, a few hours later, um, uh, Pax, you wake up to kind of a, a, a stirring in the... Um, uh, a stirring in the uh, room when you kind of open up your eyes and uh, Cho is like stretching and, um, you know, like changing her, changing like some of her clothes um uh like underneath her armor she like takes off her armor and and like uh changes into like uh you know a little bit more um 
uh, like thicker like shirt and, and and like pants and like uh, she kind of dusts off her boots and she goes, "All right, I suppose uh, three of us ought to get together and uh, uh, find out what um, I'd like to hear what y'all found out while I was getting some shut eye." Yeah, sure, that sounds good. The I think probably the guys are just over in the room. Did you want me to get them, or do you want to go over there? Yeah, bring them on in here. All right. And I'll go and knock on their door. I'll go knock on their door. <laughs> we were waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. Sort of a reverse threes company. <laughs> Fours company. <laughs> yeah, there's a knock on your door. It's Bax. Hi. Hey. Mm. Uh, you want to come on over? Joe's awake. No, no. Sure. Take my cup of cold coffee with me. Cool. It's, most, it's just sugar. <laughs> it's still delicious. It may, might even be better, actually. I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and the three of you walk in, uh, and Cho is, uh, uh, like, kind of uh, checking your things, putting them together. She doesn't seem to notice that four spurs are missing. Um, uh, and she kind of like looks around a little bit and is like patting on her things. And she's like, hell's my LRC tag. And like, like looking at the, uh, uh, like the, the nightstand um, and like checking her jacket and like looking on the floor. If Kinsey then, steps on it, will it break? Um, possibly. Yeah. No, I don't really see the, the benefit of that. I'll, I'll, I'll let her find it herself. Okay, so she just kind of like, you know, was like, huh. Uh, and sees the three of you and goes, all right, come on in. Shut the door behind you. Yeah, okay. So um, uh, she looks at her timepiece and goes, what uh, what the three of you find out? Soon when you uh, watch around town a little bit. Uh, listen, Cho, before we get into that, there's... there's um, Something you you should know that uh, uh, I talked about with Miguel. Um, sorry, it, 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 I, it just sort of hit me that I, I hadn't filled you in on this. Um, Miguel's gun failed on the trip down to meet Salvador, uh, and I, I, me and him um, on the boat, we we took a look at it and and, and repaired it. Um, it had failed. Well, I'll just come right out and say it. The last person to work on that gun was the madman, according to Miguel. Well, that, that don't seem like Maddie to to make a mistake. That's sort of my thought as well. Hmm. Uh, she asked you a little bit about, like, the technicals, like, the technicalities of, like, the... Uh, the fracture, basically the stress fracture that like caused the, uh, uh, caused the problem. Um, and, uh, she goes, you know, she uh, focuses on like the machinery aspect of it to try and like find out what it is. Um, but you having like operated on, on Miguel's gun, you're able to kind of like get, like work your way around that, uh, handily and act as though, you know what you're talking about. Cause I think I remember you got like four hits or something on that. I also uh, like sort of know what I am talking about. Yeah, exactly. So like, there's no role involved. She just kind of was like, well, that's, well, that's odd. Um, to say the least, uh, 
I mean, Maddie's a strange, uh, strange one, but uh, uh, you know, over the years, as more and more screws get loose, uh, his his work's never faltered. Yeah, that's um, that's that's sort of what Miguel said also, which you know, I know I'm new here. I don't know you all as well as you know each other, but if you've got a brilliant tinkerer whose work is good and doesn't make mistakes, and the gun still fails. Sort of seems intentional, doesn't it? Uh, you can go ahead and roll manipulate. up against a nine. Um, man, do I want to spend grit on this? Of course I do. I'll never have 12 grit. What's that like, Addy? <laughs> also, if any of you are hitting your uh, advancement triggers, you know, getting two advancement triggers in a session does uh, give you more grit. Uh, so I'm going to... It's, it's an unorthodox maneuver, but I'm going to play to the gallery down ah, oh, so i can count up. both of these 12s okay uh, as explosions sure yeah yeah yeah. Uh, you don't you don't gain an additional success from from doing it but you do gain more dice okay so uh it was a nine or was it yes. a ten it was a nine great i've got four net hits a nine a ten a twelve and a twelve sure uh she kind of sits there for a little bit, a little bit shook by what you said. She goes, that, like, she kind of, like, goes down an avenue, like, talking with you, kind of get around, like, a tangent where she's, like, trying to be like, well, yeah, but, like, Miguel could have, could have just, you know, during the trip, he could, you know, all it takes is, you know, maybe dropping it or something like that. And you're like, no, it really seemed like it was sabotage because of these reasons, right? Have you uh, ever known Miguel to be careless with his gun? Yeah, yeah. And you're you're able to, like, push her along that for a little bit. And she goes, I, that's, that's too much for me to think about. Right. I, I just, I wouldn't, I don't mean to cast doubt or, you know, throw accusations around. It's just... You, you, you know, you said it's probably going to be the Madman and Sierra as our backup, and I thought it prudent to, you know, keep you informed. You know, I, I bet if, if, even if something like this happened, uh, if it may have been because Miguel and and Maddie were on the outs, and and Maddie wanted to get back at him, he's a bit vindictive maybe, you know, we didn't intend nothing. And, and it sounds like maybe, you know, uh, it, it it worked out overall decent in the end, so... Sure, because Kinsey was there. And she, like, like glances to Kinsey and she goes, <clears throat> appreciate that. Yes, well. Whatever I can do. Uh, anywho, let's let's change the subject before I get too riled up. Sure. Um, so, uh, obviously the manor is the Gatia estate. Um, the rest of the town seems fairly quiet, well run. Folks seem happy. Uh, I, I 
I happened to have a conversation with the sheriff as I was, you know, walking around town. They, um, I got the sense that maybe he's, it's hard to imagine he's unaware of, uh, Akeo Gatti's affiliation. Um, but they seem to, you know, she seems to contribute to the town considerably. Um, just to say, uh, it's, it's going to be tough to, to, to take something out from under her nose, but uh, not impossible. All right, so we just got to make sure we don't raise suspicion before we move in. I'm, I ain't one for the subtle approach or for the plotting of things. I leave that to Sierra and Rufus and Rosa uh, uh, for the most part. I just, you know, go where they tell me and drive where they need me. Um, so, uh, uh, honestly, we're a little out of the wheelhouse. I can get us out of this town. We get our hands on them weapons. I can get us out of this town. Well, I will say we do have a, a bit of automatic cover uh, starting in the late afternoon slash early evening with this giant cliff face. You know, it will give us some cover if we move in perhaps from the forest, starting from the, the base of the cliff out. You know, it gives us a good entry entryway. Uh, do we know where the target is? I believe Pax was on that reconnaissance. Um. The estate is surrounded by a wall, stone on a few sides, and uh, up when it opens up to the forest, it's uh, iron uh, posts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a secondary gate that leads into the woods, probably for traffic and, and, and sort of like the carriage house. There are um, uh, indentured servants on the grounds, they have an exterior building um, that looks like their residence. And uh, other than that, it's a lot of open ground between the wall and the estate. Like, mm. like a lot. <laughs> um, even on a, even in a car, uh, getting in without taking heavy fire from the patrols that are in there from what looks like actual family members is impossible. How many guards did you see? 10, 12 patrolling at, you know, in the early morning. Uh, it was more like half a dozen, but. Yeah. Six, seven in the yeah. early morning. <laughs> um, but to you, Roland, because of your previous role, um, as far as like knowing underworldly things, um, that. That seems like too much. Even for the size of that estate, that seems like someone who's expecting something. Uh, that's straight sure. up like you're like, like family for like operations, like what you've heard, like especially in a town this nice, like that that pings your uh, your four successes from before, where you're like, that's too many guards. That's she is expecting trouble. Sure. Well, seems light for the family. <laughs> uh she she goes you got a uh, much experience with 
things like this, Roland? Well, you know, you don't commit crimes in a Lonestead without, you know, paying dues. They don't know you, do they? <laughs> of course not. All right. Well, uh, if you've dealt with these people before and you think uh, that's a light guard, something we might be able to handle? Well, um, I wouldn't. Like Pax said, loud up front, it doesn't seem viable. Mm. But a quick getaway might work. All right. And she like, kind of sits there for a second thinking... And she goes, uh, is there anything else? Um, we got two days to to plot and plan and kind of make approaches. Is there anything we can do to to set Sierra and um, um, actually, you know what? I should double check to see if I got a message back from uh, uh, from Rufus. Um, I I was gonna say. The one thing you could do that would set all of us up for success is to, you know, try and show your face outside as little as possible. Your bounty, there's a, there's a picture of you up on the bounty board. Mm. All right. Well, I can check maybe later tonight when the, uh, when the operator's not in. That lovely woman, Miss Hightower. Not that well, that information's pertinent, you know, it's just something that I know. I'll be sure to stay clear of her. Congratulations on making her acquaintance. Thank you. Here's my LRC, and then she sees it in the door, she goes, dang, damn it, and, like, stands up, picks it up, uh, checks to make sure it's not damaged, and then she pockets it again. And she goes, all right, fine. So I'll, uh, I'll stay indoors. Try not to bring me something to eat or something. I, I I can hold up in this room till the time comes. Sure, we'll uh we'll make sure you you taken care of. Don't worry. Uh, and she sits down and she goes. Problem is, uh, you know, it's a lot of ground to cover. Not just you know to get in, but that that's a from the looks of it a big estate. You know, hard to say where it's, uh, where that stuff's going to be. Mm. Well, you leave that to us. Um, how many net successes did you get on your manipulation when you were trying to sew doubt? Four. Okay. She goes. Might not have to. She kind of sits back and goes, ah, just give me a second. She uh, uh, looks out towards the window, kind of towards like where the estate roughly is, and uh, uh, kind of lowers her head. And you see like up the back of her neck, these like veins of glowing light kind of like creep up uh, under her hair. Uh, and, um, she, like, presses her hand against, like, the, the window, and you see, like, the, her, her veins in her hands, like, kind of glowing, uh, this kind of white light, um, and, uh, 
you see her like in her reflection, she opens her eyes and they, uh, her, her irises and pupils have been replaced by just like glowing white light, um, uh, for like just a, a second. And then she, uh, sops, lets out like a, like a breath, like she was holding her breath. <sighs> They're underground. The weapons. Oh. Uh, Do. Just want to roll something real quick. Yep. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. She's like, I. Yeah. They're. They're underground. Um, not super far, but away from the house. Like, maybe not a basement. Okay. So, like, a cellar? An exterior cellar? Like a bunker? Maybe. There's... They got some... They got some way to get them under the... Uh, under the... The grounds, as it were. Um, it's not underneath either of them buildings. Uh, it was it was dark, um, and I I didn't I couldn't see them, but I I know where they are. I I may have a few abilities, <sighs> but we're all friends here. And I don't take kindly to anyone calling me anything. Uh, my name ain't Lucy, it's Cho. Y'all understand? Sure. Understood, whatever you say, Cho. Now, I have these abilities, and they can be useful. They've always been useful. I ain't dangerous. I ain't looking to have you spreading this around to anybody. Now, the people in the gang, they know, but I play this... Close to the chest. It, is it is it true that you can make a person's mind explode just like in the middle of their brain? Is it? I'll I'll I've just heard that like Kinsey. Kinsey. I just want to know. Kinsey. That's ridiculous. Don't sell yourself, sort Joe. You're extremely dangerous. <laughs> she kind of grins at that. She was like fuming at Kinsey, and then you say that, and she goes. She kind of grins at that, and then, like, she's still fixated on Kinsey, but, like, going from anger, she, like, it looks like she's, like, kind of gained a little bit of control and confidence from what Roland said. She goes, yeah, I am. Don't you forget it, Mr. McCharlotte. All right, understood. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just out of curiosity, though, as you are in this dark cellar were the maybe perhaps any tunnels leading to it uh, did it seem self-contained i couldn't see sometimes i can i can see uh yeah. but i just kind of it's more like a sense of where a thing is you know uh just a just a knowing and i know it's underground and it ain't necessarily where i would think a ba- the basement of that mansion or that uh servants quarters would would uh reach hmm. so tunnels don't seem uh unlikely i've 
Uh, I, and um, uh, Roland, with your four successes on family-based knowledge, um, it is not unheard of for the family to, to use uh, underground tunnels to uh, smuggle and store uh, illicit material. Um, it would actually make a lot of sense given, uh, uh, yeah, given like to a large cliff and several forests. Yeah. That like, this is like this, this town's already kind of nestled in and like, kind of like hard to spot. Uh, you could, and, and with possibly with her putting money into the town and like helping hey, refurbish things. What were, what were those, um, what were those apartment buildings in that thoroughfare that were repaired recently? You know <laughs> where they are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, it's not unlike the family to, um, build the way up from under, if you know what I mean. All right, so maybe there's some tunnels leading to, we could use that. Can't get the car down there, probably, but it'd be great if I could. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. <laughs> All right, well... Y'all have roughly a day and a half, probably, before reinforcements arrive. I'll wait here. Y'all can do some some more snooping around. If you think you might know where uh, where some of these tunnels might lead, given your history with these uh, with these folk, maybe look into that. But it might also be good for just to lay low for a day and a half. Seems like we have close to a solid plan, but. We just gotta find a point of entry. I'll remember where they are, so. Don't worry. We won't do anything crazy. Alright. Well, I guess I'm stuck in this room, so. I'm hungry. Someone go get me something to eat. <laughs> right away, yes, absolutely. And uh, Kins will get out of the room as quickly as possible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, um. I'm sorry. He's left, so she says, is he going to be a problem? No. Um, he is the furthest thing from a problem. <laughs> Alright, because I don't share that often, but stakes is high. We're on a timetable here and can't have us going in the wrong direction. Listen, he, he is very capable uh, and has seen a lot of the world and I'm sure killed a great many things. Um, psychic powers, understandably, scare the shit out of him. It ain't nothing to be scared of. It's just part of who I am. Listen, we're not scared of you. It's not a judgment on you. It's just... It's things we can't do. And people fear what they can't do. Yeah. Don't I know it. Alright. Well. Guess he's giving me food. I don't have much in the way of entertainment. So. I'll sit back here and take it easy and wait for your next report. See if I can find you a book. I got a few. Don't worry. Yeah, I, uh, I had that. I'm not staying, so. <laughs> <laughs> Once we're out of earshot of um, uh, uh, Cho, I'll just over to Pax. That's way too many guards for the family. In a town as quiet as this, they're expecting trouble. 
Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and I think with that, we'll actually end the session. <laughs> <laughs>